Okay, so please check your emails for next week to find out if the shear, and if there isn't, check your emails again after that when there will be again. And that'll depend on where I am and where you are. What? Tonight, this year, and this year on Shabbos, and Shabbos afternoon, and Sunday morning, and uh, hopefully, Amir Hashem. So, just to, since it is our perm, to start off the Milsa B'Duchusa, one of our listeners from London emailed me this morning. You couldn't make this up. St. Patrick's Day this year is two days, not one day, because they missed one or two during Corona. <laughs> it's amazing whenever you have a made up religion you can just do whatever you want so we have no so we have Pesach Shani but that's Midaraisa Yerob Menavot pulled this stunt by Sukkah Shani and he got into serious trouble for it I just it's amazing they just decided they're having two <laughs> so that, and it comes out Shushan Perm and Shushan Perm so this person is saying that's great because everybody in they're in England so they know what's going on in Ireland that's why we didn't know but everybody has off two days so, for this year, I just like, it's so funny how um, they could just, you know, they could just have uh, makeups where, if the whole thing is made up in the first place, you can have makeups. Anyway, that was the most of it. What's uh, very serious is how uh, the sugi is developing. I'm trying the first week or two, as we always do, to lay out the issues and the possible drachim in the sugya. This is particularly fascinating because the whole thing, as I mentioned last night, the night before, is three lines in the Gemara. And it's our job to figure out and concentrate and follow through what the Pshat in the Gemara is, why something is usher. Remember, there's no Pusik here. The Gemara just assumes, based on Daniel, that you shouldn't give good advice to bad people. question is, how bad do they have to be and how good does the advice have to be and when is it mutter? So one big heter, if you're rebuilding the base of Mikdash, even though it's not falling down right now, but it needs it. Tzorche Rabbim is mutter, and we also know from Daniel, Tzorche Rabbim of Tzaka, as poor as they were, was not mutter. And the two are very close. We haven't yet figured out, but all the cases, we're going to have to try to be madame. And the Gemara doesn't say the source of the Yisr, and just to go over for right now, what are the possibilities? So we saw Razobishtin's tshuva for the ger who was giving advice to his father. He wasn't giving Ruchniistic advice. His father wanted to build a garage, and he's a carpenter, and he's giving him advice. And he asked, well, is that mutter? Daniel gave advice to Nebuchadnezzar. And the advice he gave to Nebuchadnezzar was Ruchniistic advice. It was had a, have a kapara so you push off an Einish or get rid of an Einish and Nebuchadnezzar for being a smart villain. He stopped after years, the dumbest thing he ever did. It was working. Why did he stop? So the answer is he had years of remiss after the nightmare, lasted a year, and he stopped giving stuck. And as soon as he stopped, he found himself grazing with the animals and still knew he was Nebuchadnezzar. He probably wanted to go back and put something in the push after us, but it's too late because he was a zebra or a lion or whatever he was. So that's a little crazy. If it's working, it's working. So he, after a while, like any good rusher, said, I don't know, I'm spending a lot of money. Maybe it's not this. Maybe I don't need this anymore. Okay, that's a uh, stomach-side muster. Lamaisa, that was Ruchnistic advice for Kapara. And the Gemara is only two cases. Daniel, Nebuchadnezzar, Bab Buta, and Hordis were Ruchnistic advice. And I will show you, either later on tonight or when we resume, to show you back on Davdala, the beginning of the Gemara, where, and a few people asked me this, after he realized how clever and how Asiat Hashemaya Chamim had, he said, you know, if I knew they were so Zahir, I would have killed everybody, which is a ridiculous line. That's why you're regretting killing people? 
because the because they make good advisors even when you put them in porcupines you blind them that's his whole but many people read the Gemara I think misread and I understand what they misread it that the Lush and the Gemara and I'll show, I'll show you again says uh, what can I do to be a Misak and this sounds like he wants a Kapara but if he wants a Kapara the Gemara is not talking about a non-repentant Russia that's why I said he said I want a Kapara because he was afraid of getting struck by lightning but he wasn't repentant that's going to make a big difference over here as we look at the Nafkamina. So right now, we're on the lawyers, the Sheva and Kahati, who's a contemporary truva, is talking about attorneys. And he wants to know how can they defend a Russia and take on a client like that. We had a case with a doctor and other cases. And he suggests, perhaps, that if you're getting paid, it's mutter because it's only a function of Lo Sichanim, which is what Zobashin says at the end of his truva. He says, your father's your biological father. Paid for your school, he put you in diapers, he paid for the diapers, he fed you. So you gotta have a normal you know, relationship with him. It doesn't have to be warm, but normal. So that's payback, and that's not a violation of the I was very happy, we saw this last night, uh, he himself asked on the only Gemara we're dealing with, and that is Daniel. And Rashi says, Daniel's trying to get stuck up for the poor people, so that wouldn't be Losachanim either. He has a practical reason. So, how's that an answer? That's where we stopped last night. Now go to Bayes on page three of your set. Same set we were on last night, the Shevet Akati. And he now brings down a very important machlekes, which probably mentioned a couple of months ago. This is, uh, be very nogea right now, the Michas Chinuch has the same machlekes with the Chinuch about this. This is the first Michas Chinuch on Lifnever, which we didn't see yet. There are many very famous Michas Chinuchs. On this sugya, we didn't say any of them yet, but this is going to be the first one. We see Besefer Shayim Vayashpa. We see a second columnized base. The Shayim Vayashpa is written by the Tila David, very quoted Achron in Halacha. So he has a little safe in the back on the Rambam. Shayim Vayashpa la Rambam bal Tila David hilchas vatzeach on this Rambam. Shakasav amash shakasav Rambam kol hamach shaliver bedover. If you see eitz hashena hagenus lo, if you give somebody bad advice or not the best advice, harez aiver beleis hashena emar lefniver lestemichshul v'gaimer zehalav hu koyul af laakum. So far so good. Lefniver applies to a guy that we had many times over. Aver menachai sandwiches. That was the classic example in the Gemara. The only example in the Gemara is that example to show us that it even applies to gaim. We discussed at length why they gave that example, because he might forget, and uh, if it's a cheeseburger, and uh, why should you assume from prison to eat a cheeseburger? So it's only in many cases. Therefore, what? So Tilo David is making an assumption over here that if the Gemara tells you that is classically Veneva and it applies even to a guy, then both definitions of Levneva have to apply, both the Avera part and the Bad Eitzah. How can you split the two? It's the same Pusik. That's his assumption, which many disagree with. But Mechus does agree with. He says, how do you learn this Ramam? The Ramam says Levneva is in his Dereza and it applies to Goyim. Can't give Menei Menachai sandwich. And then the Ramam goes on to say, and you can't give an Akum a Goy, a bad guy, you can't give him an Eitzah Teva. So how can you have a person when you can't give him an Eitzah Ron, you can't give him an Eitzah Teva? So what do you do? Don't talk. Oh, that's sort of what he says. This is a politic. If you hold, like this assumption, this is a big problem in this Sugya, among other issues, but there's a new problem 
what do you do? You can't move in either direction. Many, as he is going to say in a moment, because we quote the Mechazchina, but Mechazchina is arguing the Chinach on this point. He's going to go on to Taina, why are we assuming this applies to Gaim? Why shouldn't it? The Tila Dove says, of course it should. The classic case, Eben Achai sandwich, you can't split up the Pasuk. So, Impen Achim Ashol Eitzah, Enshom Eitzah, Rak Leimar, as Yehuda, as you just said, as Yehuda Kamenetsky. Um, now that we, now we have two. Rak Leimar, Eni Adaya, Umutar, Lishana, Sabnei, Darkei, Shalom. See, he says, you're stuck. You can't give him a good Eitzah, he's a bad guy. You can't give him a bad Eitzah because he's a person. And it applies to Gaim also. So therefore, just shrug your shoulders and say, know nothing about building sheds. Okay. Interesting. So this is a guy you don't have a relationship with, because if you did, then Lazilberstein would tie in. He said this being in the Chuva that it's Lazikhanim, there's no Lazikhanim if it's payback or potential payback or a relationship there already. So it's not a guy who asks you, stops you in the street. Therefore, you have to bow out. Pretty amazing. So he says, the Shevra Kazi says, Perhaps the answer is, You can give him something that's not the best advice. You don't have to give him the horrible advice that might be a Hashem and might get dangerous. But you don't have to satisfy the Lifnaiver part of giving him the best advice possible. Why? That part of Lifniver, the second definition of Eitzes, doesn't apply between a Yid and a Goy. A lot of people, as you start, I assume you've been chazering Lifniver with anybody you meet over the past uh, eight, nine months. The first thing, no doubt, they said to you is Lifniver applies to a guy. That's the first thing. <laughs> the answer is yes. But the question is, how much of it? So Tila David has both aspects. Averis, Marshal Bavera, and Eitzah. And he says, maybe not. Maybe it's Marshal Bavera, because that, as he will about to explain, that's been on Lamakum, because Hashem doesn't want you polluting the atmosphere of more Averis. You get him to do Avera, he's doing Averis in the atmosphere. Eitzah is Ben Adam Bechavero. There are no Dinim Ben Adam between the Yid and Akum. You can't steal from him, you can't hurt him, you can't. Those are Avlas, but there's no Din of a positive Ben Adam Let me explain what that means. Ribis is Asr, an Issa Daraisa, many term between Yidin. Is there an Issa Ribis between Yidin and Gal? Absolutely not. There might be a Dindar Abanon, there was Dindar Abanon because we didn't want doing business with them, get affected by them, but the Nice Kalim say in the last many hundreds of years, the only people they could do business with was Gayim and were Gayim, and they, most of the business was Ribis. Yes, yeah, so Ram holds a mitzvah. But there's an Isdra Abanon in the Gemara. But the Isdra Abanon came from the fact we didn't want... The, the community was insular for many years, many centuries, and we didn't have to do business with them. And doing business with them means hanging around with them and picking up bad habits and getting bad ashpaz. Today, everybody's doing business with them because we don't live in the ghetto and we don't live in Surin Pumbadisa, which was predominantly Jewish and have farms in our backyard. That's a, a very short soundbite for a big sugya, but we assume it's mutter, slash maybe the mitzvah the race that kicks back in, to show, why would there be a mitzvah the race to charge ribbis? Not loan sharking 18%. To show the contrast, and this is the important point over here, there's nothing immoral about charging ribbis. As a matter of fact, today's modern economy is based on that. There's nothing immoral about it. That's why there's nothing immoral, according to most people, at the risk if it's legitimate, which means if it's really an investment, then you're getting a part of an investment, and instead of taking 30%, you're agreeing to 8%. If it's real, it works. 
So if the guy needs it and he can't afford it, then do chesed for free. But we're talking about the guy wants to borrow $5 million to buy a building. So then, so there's nothing immoral about it at all. That's why it's mutter for goyim. So why is it also for yidin? So Hashem has a hidr, a chumrah, call it, that in our club, to join this club, to join this group, you've got to be extra nice to the people in the club. Does that mean if you don't join the club, you're being horrible, you're a rush, you're a villain, you're racist, you're doing... There are people who would say this, but they're... Uh, you're not being mean to them, they're just not part of the club. If you go to Costco, it doesn't need a marshal, but you all understand this. You go to Costco, and you say, the prices here are great selection, the volume is gavaldi. Can I come in? I say, sir, can I see your card? No card, can I come in? No, you can't come in. What kind of racist are you just because I'm not part of Costco? Horrible people. Mamish exclusionary. Bigots. So the answer is no. They created a group and they're not bobbling anybody else, not being mean to anybody else. They get certain perks and you have this group. So Hashem asked the people of the group, not to charge ribbons to each other. And if it becomes impossible and it's not a loan that he needs because he's poor, uh, ribbons is also even to a rich man. But if you can't do it otherwise, then join his business. That's the example I'm starting with. The second example is Eitzatayvah. You don't have to bother the guy make a chil Hashem. We don't want to hurt somebody, but you understand for the last three weeks, giving an Eitzah doesn't mean just giving an Eitzah. It means thinking about it, taking an Achrayas, and helping the guy being Mesa Nefesh, and giving him the best Eitzah possible. That's about Machaberudin. That's between you not between Gaim. There's no lift me either on Eitzahs between you and the guy. You shouldn't hurt him, and you shouldn't bother him, but... There's no technical issue because it's not been on the Mokum. Tila David disagrees with everything we just said. Tila David says it's one Pusik and you can't split it up, and even he's going to mention that. But there's a pretty wide machlekes with many sheetas on both sides. With a pretty big nafkamina for all the issues we were discussing about salesmen and brokers, or you're talking to them, how much do you have to make for an aquam? You can't rip them off. You have to make Kirsh Hashem. You have to be nice. And you want your customers, you'll be nice. But is there a potential lift over here? If you didn't give him the best, you just gave him something good. But there was one oven that could have been slightly better. But you wanted to make a commission, which is business. So Torah asks a yid between yidin to go the extra mile, like they asked a ribis. That was my example. So that's why there might be a difference over here. And that's not racist, and that's, that's belonging to the club, and that's the Amanifcher, and that which uh, people who aren't ashkafically sound will have all sorts of issues with today, but uh, it's pretty basic. So let's see inside. Athena is Daiti, on page three, last, second to last paragraph of the second column. Athena is Daiti, Esher Leimer. ברכו <laughs> He has only seven, and they're real averas, and they're pretty cardinal. Although it's not Yehar Vayavar for Yid. And the kapeda of the Torah is the Avera shouldn't be done, not by you and not by suggesting it to somebody else. That we saw. Is there an Isadra Bon and Misayeh even for a guy? When it's Chad Avadanar, 
or is it only an Isamasaya by a yid? Maybe a by yid is from, not as a mummer. We saw that Machlek is at length. So he himself, just in support of the Tila David, says, it comes out a little bit schwer. We take the same Pusik, we're splitting it to two, it has two definitions, and we're saying one applies to an Akum, and the other one doesn't. Which is a Chidish, which is why the Tila David doesn't like it. The Chinuch, I can see it inside now, but the Chinuch says, the favorite in the opening line, he starts off with the primary definition of Nevir as giving Eitz Teva, and he says, to be Masin Eitz Teva to a Yisrael. He talks about Klai Yisrael. Not his exact question, but he's talking about Yidin, and Mechaz Chinuch says, why do you limit it to Yidin? If Nevir applies even a Chaydu guy. Same exact Machlaikis. So it's a Machlaikis, Mechaz Chinuch, and the Chinuch, 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 and Chesim says he doesn't understand why would you limit it? It's the same pasuk. That's the Tila David. So according to the Tila David, you can't say anything good. You can't say anything bad. You just have to shrug your shoulders and say, "Hey, my mother calling me," and he says, "You're allowed to say a white lie for Dake Shalom or something like that, or say I don't know too much about the subject." But you have to be careful with the Yisrael Neiver, even as an Eitzah department in Beit Machaver. Yeah. That was a great Eitzah for him. You're saying, why do you want to give him a good Eitzah if uh, he's a Russian Rusha? If he would free him right away, or even the next time, or the third time, he wouldn't be a non-repentant. He'd be repentant. That would have been Gavaldic. First time, he got a chance to repent. <laughs> he was enslaving the Jews. Meshavetah walks in. I have a message from Hashem. Let my people go. Pyro said, you know, it's been bothering me for a long time, and I've been pretty rotten about it. I think you're right. Freedom to all. Not yet, because he didn't prove that he's like a firm Russia who doesn't want to do tshuva. After many times and nine makas, nine and a half makas, he proved it. And if there's any shadow of a doubt, he chased us all the way to the Amsaf. So, yeah, by the way, you're raising something very important. I just want to, um, you don't realize, maybe you do, you're just honor the godless of what you just asked, because and we might even touch upon... I like raising a lot of shaylas just to create pan- pandemonium. You go into perm, thinking about Rishayim, which we do on perm anyway, uh, and giving people a chance to do tshuva. So para is the Ramam's example of the great philosophical question. Hashem always gives everybody Bechira and says somewhere along the line that he lost his Bechira. He almost lost Bechira. So the good news is a person never completely loses Bechira and you can always push and do tshuva. That's very important. With that said... The Einish of a Rosh Musha sometimes is that the more you dig yourself in, the harder it is to dig out. And Avera Gurus Avera, and if you are particularly tremendous Rosh did tremendous, tremendous damage like Parah did, and you ignore the Dvar Hashem, that's Befeirish, the Yad Hashem. Can you imagine a Maka, second Maka, third Maka, he saw Nisim Gulyan. And he was convinced for a few minutes, the next time for more than a few minutes, but he always changed his mind. So then the Pazik says that your Einish is going to be now I'm going to be machbed your lave. So at that point you can ask Meshabenu's telling power at the sixth mark or the second mark you really it's a good idea if you let him go don't change your mind this time I really think you should let him go. He wasn't getting him an Eitzah he wanted to take Klai Yisrael out. Now Hayat Hashem Tiksa Hashem could take him out to one Maka and nobody could stop them. So you'll ask it's good for pre-perm Pesach so why did it stretch over ten Makas? 
The answer is the one and only time in history where Gadol Baruch Hu wanted to show us an array of every possible Nez Gully so the whole world will understand, primarily Klai Yisrael, that Hashem created the world, Hashem controls the world, and lead up to Har Sinai. And it was done more for Klai Yisrael than for Paro. A part of his punishment was that he couldn't say yes, even though any normal person would say yes. Had he said yes the first time? Sure. And he had Bechira. First time he had Bechira. First time he was a bad guy who enslaved people. Um, I'll remind you that the world then, most of the world, the entire world was engaged in slavery. I'm not, make, I'm not giving him any pass on this. Either you were the enslaver, which is 1% of the population, or you the enslaved. Uh, they just never did that to a proud people who the original person who showed up, the Yid, was Yasef, and he saved the country, which is why Pyro initially said, what are you, crazy? They came to the idea, you know, you didn't all over the place, which really enslaved them, and put a stop to this. Is, he told them, you're out of your mind. He saved the country. We're only a world power because of him. And then they put him out to pasture, and they thought about it, and he came back with new sheets in life for some odd reason. And he decided to enslave them. So I'm not saying that was right. It was horrible. But the Eden, you took people who saved the whole country and made you who you are, and you enslaved them. So that was an Avera. But Marshall Bennett came, and it was an offer. Enough is enough, and this has gone too far. And uh, if you do tshuva, as hard as it is, you're giving up your what he thought was his economic base. We'll um, we'll call it uh, a tshuva that's accepted. That was the original offer, and he could have done it. What would have been with his economy? Economy would have been fine. He didn't need this headache. It's amazing how somebody destroy his own country just out of covet. Never heard of such a thing. <laughs> just amazing. That way, perm Pesach season is. Here. It's a very, very uh, penetrating time to look at all this. The Hibamish destroyed the country. They kept every market. What are you doing? And his own father said, what are you doing? Uh, he said that he couldn't back up at that point. That's a problem. That's a problem. Ariyam is a va'ad bechlal. Get to self-matzah if you can't back up. So uh, that shows Rishos not uh, back up. It takes a big man to say, you know, that was not that smart or some other excuse, but I'll let him go. So, and that's going to be part of this, uh, this whole sugi is how you identify the level of issues because we're used to thinking in good cure of terms, which is Gavaldic, is we never give up and we don't, and you can always do tshuva and you sort of can, so why wouldn't we give him schusen? But you were asking at the beginning of the sugi last week, but we have a few makaris to see to figure out how that is, and we're going to discuss Big Risham and Yerav Menavot, and it's going to be a little. Uh, uh, depth, more depth than the original Europe Minavat that we spent a lot of time on. But right now, I'll get to your question in a minute, right now, just understand, there's now another Machlekes for the Dindaraisel of Niver. Evrim Nachai, Averis, applies to the guy. also. Bad Eitzah, does apply to the guy for the Dindaraisel of Niver. So Tila David says it certainly does, and therefore just bow out, and so does the Mechus Chinuch. And the Chinuch and the Shev Rekati and many in between suggest no, one's been on the Chavir, one's been on the Makam. Two different, two different sugyas in the same pasuk, which is takachidish, and the mechaschinah has the same lashon. He said it's one pasuk. How can you split it up? But if you can't split it up if there's a, there's a masayra that the pasuk means two different things. Yes. Right. Well, that's why I try to answer 
I was saying that there's gradations of bad advice. You shouldn't give bad advice to a guy even though it's derisa because it's damaging, it's going to be a chil Hashem and it could be dangerous. But what we discussed the last few weeks when we started this part of the sugya is you can't just give good advice. You got to give the best advice. That's for people who belong to the club. That's like giving free loans. There's nothing immoral about charging ribbons. Just for the people of the club, Hashem says you got to give free loans. The two different things. And that, that, that's not racist. That's, not, that's as racist as somebody who's banging on Costco's door saying, why won't you sell me goods just because I don't have a card? Just because they didn't join your club. You're a bunch of uh, bigots, exclusionary people, and we should have a revolution. Elitist. But that's insane. Elitist, right. Elitist, because you're not letting me in. So everybody understands. Otherwise, every country club and every, every club would go out of business. People, how can you have a person just because I didn't do something, or I'm not somebody, or I couldn't pay, or I didn't pay, I should be excluded from the club? There are people who think like that, but those are the neo-socialist communists who hold that there shouldn't be any clubs and everything should be the same. But, but that's not workable on any level. Let me introduce to what we're going to go back to, Mitzvah Shem, uh, next time. Um, that is as follows. The, so the, you started asking this yesterday, so I want to um, give you uh, the, uh, the hope that uh, this will be a possibility because it, it has to be woven into the sugya. We're looking for a source why the Gemara holds this as usher. just says Daniel didn't get in trouble. We know that. What's the source? We have one option, Lozichanim, Lasechanim is a function of giving him a gift, good advice, and Gashmias. The Gemara's case happened to be Ruchmias. Lasechanim implies the Ruchmias. Interesting. Can't tell a guy. Can I go to a guy who doesn't know about Eivman Achai and tell him that sandwich readings Eivman Achai don't need it? So if he's not a Russian, he's a teenager, he doesn't know, then we think it's a good idea. Don't waste time. We have enough care to do in-house. But if you're sitting on a train with nothing to do, why not? It's, it'll save him from, from an iser. It's not You have no arvis, but if he's not a Russia, there's no reason not to do it. So I wouldn't think that that would be a Lozichanim problem of giving a free gift in the first place. And the truva that we saw with the father and the son was asking him how to build a barn, how to build a garage, whatever the case was. That was etza as in gashmias, as in money, as in life, but it wasn't ruchnias. The Gemara's example, though, is on Eitzes for Ruchnius of Kaparus, a protection from Einish. That was the Vuchanet's example. And that, what Hordis was asking, how do I get a Tikkun? Problem is, he didn't really want a Tikkun, he just wanted a free lunch. And the Vuchanet's wanted the same thing. And that's, that's crucial for the Sugya. Why they, you all should have been asking, why is the Vuchanet's a Russia? He has a nightmare, it's pretty high Madrega. He has a nightmare, and he assumes Hashem's talking to him. And he asked Daniel, what does it mean? Daniel says, yes, Hashem's talking to you, and you're a bad guy, and you're going to be like an animal in the forest as a punishment. And his immediate reaction is, what can I do to get out of this? It's gift sucker. That sounds good to me. Now, if I tell you that plot about anybody else, that's a nice reaction, no? He understands, he's a mindman, Hashem's going to send it, and he wants a protection. But the Gemara apparently feels that it's not, because you're not really doing tshuva, you just want to hedge your bets, and you know the God of the Jews can give out a punishment, even though you're still in Ovid of Adazara, and you want a way, how do I get out of this, and therefore give some stucco. Hordis is the same thing. Hordis doesn't really do tshuva. If he was, we know him as a different Hordis for the rest of his life, and we know him as the Herodian architect. For the Herodian architecture, and you shall have him at the base of Mikdash, he did a great job. If he starts giving charity... Yes, that's 100%. Sure. Okay, yes, yes. And that's the great... So we, I'm going to be addressing that. That's exactly what we have to figure out over here. Because why don't we just say, Mitzvah Guerrero's Mitzvah, and become a nicer guy, you start giving, all right, bigger checks, so... 
You would think. You would think, right? It's kind of like what we're saying about Paro. Yeah, yeah. So that already was said. They weren't being oppressed at the moment. They were just very poor and he was up their money. But that the Gemara doesn't accept as a good enough reason. That that we already explained. But good, and he still was, and he's now an evil despot who was looking to have a free lunch by writing a couple of big checks so Hashem shouldn't strike him with lightning. And then he continues being Nebuchadnezzar. And as we have no Raya anywhere, we have every Raya for care. That what's important for the storyline, even though it doesn't say it is Nebuchadnezzar was not interested in doing Shuvah. And he's still an unrepentant Russia. And neither was this, even though the Gemara says, he asked, Maita Kante. That's the Gemara's lotion. I'll show you that next time when we go back to recap. So that's why this is going to take a couple of weeks. I have some theories on how to make a dividing line, but we have to think of it slowly and get all the facts. They sound good, but they were still Rashaim. What? Oh, yeah, it was a long time. That was when he was a, 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 a scribe in uh, Bashad. No, that was a long time ago. No, because the Rosham of old times, you know, they don't make Rosham the way they used to. But don't worry, they don't make Sadiqim the way they used to either. Uh, and they knew a Kosh Baruch Hu, Meskav and Limud boy. That was the problem. Haman, by the way, who's coming up tomorrow night, um, is exactly the problem. He's making gorillas and he's trying to figure out when can I do this and stay safe? He knew our courage, brother. So he, so his own propaganda was Hashem's asleep and Hashem got older. He was still nervous for the guy saying that Hashem got older, Hashem doesn't care about him. He was taking very calculated steps to make sure it falls out in a month and a day where Hashem's not going to be looking too much. That's pretty firm for a Russian. The answer is that made him a bigger Russian, not a smaller Russian. Yeah. Um, by the Nebuchadnezzar, it wasn't even a mitzvah we, we see the Gemara says yes, the Gemara says yes. So uh, the answer is it wasn't. So you know what the difference is? The Gemara asked that Shaila. The Gemara says the guy doesn't work because if it doesn't work, what he's asking for is I'm going to close this deal. I'm going to give a lot of stock. I'm going to give Chaimesh thirty percent to have no cap. And if he doesn't close the deal, he's going to be screaming and yelling and cursing and blaspheming. So then, even if he doesn't close the deal, he gets stuck. It's meaningless. And saying Haraya, I said he was dumb enough to stop giving after a year. It wasn't that. It was that he'd like to free himself and he and said, no, nah, maybe I was being overcautious. Hashem doesn't control me. And he stopped giving, even though that didn't mean and that was the worst thing he ever did just from a Kashmir's thing. But that's the way Rishon thinks. So, so now it's a bigger Kasha on yes. him, the Eitzah. Because yeah. he, he for sure is not doing English more. Right. He's, he's doing a Numanjit. So, so if it's Lasikhanim, then it should be a mutter because you're getting, as you just said, you're getting money for the Yidin. That's why I'm convinced it's not just Lasikhanim. You suggested last night maybe it's part Lasikhanim. I'm okay with that. Lasikhanim on the Gashmiistic Eitzah. But on the Ruchniyas, and I'll show you the Miri when we get to it. Uh, the Miri says, Beferish, he even mentioned the Miri in the same tshuva, it was tshuva. And it's a steer to what he's saying, but it's not, because his case was only Agashmias. He's talking to his father, how do I build a garage? But if you're giving a guy a tikkun and a kapara, and he's a Russia, and he's still a Russia, and he's not repentant, and he's not lishma at all, he's just using it to try to beat the system, so to speak. So then it's also to give him a tikkun. Why is that? It's not even a tikkun. What bothers me? It's well, not even a tikkun. It, it's not a tikkun because he's not doing tshuva, but it shouldn't even. So the surprising thing, and I'll leave you off with this. This is pretty shocking. The surprising thing is that we're we're nervous. Maybe it will be a tikkun because the mitzvahs can be contagious. That's what you were saying, and we're afraid. You know what? He might actually like this. You know, deep down, everybody, every human has an ashama. He might actually like this, and he'll do more. No, so that's great. What, what's the problem? So the Meiri makes mention of the fact it's not a Meiri alone, it's a Rambam, it's a Gemara, that there is a whole list, Rahman of people who Hashem 
per your parakash. If Hashem is monea tshuva from, not impossible, you can always push, but, and Chatya Machtei Rabin is one of them, and there are many others, the worst of the worst for Shem, and the Gemara says, the Bible brings down that we should not expect them to do tshuva because Hashem is not going to give them siyat tshuva to do tshuva. It doesn't mean they can't. They're exceptions. And the Miri is going to say, I'm just warning you now, we'll go back to it, Miri is going to say that the reason we shouldn't give them eitzes in this Gemara, it's one line in the Miri, Nebuchadnezzar and Ordis, is because you should be doing what Hashem does when Hashem doesn't. And Hashem doesn't want them to do tshuva. However, it's a very deep concept. Shem's not going to give them siyat Therefore, you shouldn't help them either. So that would answer your kasha. It says that maybe it would, uh, it's worth nothing if there's no Shem mitzvah, but it actually is worth something. It might get them <laughs> interested in what their appetite for mitzvahs. Ooh, that's good. It's not good. So the answer is it's good for a Tanish because it's not really his fault. And it's good for, but for a Russian Musha who knows Akash Baruch Hu, Limit Ba, Haman, and Pyro, and Nebuchadnezzar, the Gemara and the Rambam paskins it says that it's not good as if it were good Hashem would give them extra siyat Hashem actually takes away siyat from them but if he's going to kill one less person or hurt one less person so that's a Shiloh Sapara also you know the Yidin uh, who was still in Mitzrayim okay during the Marcus they were sort of free but you're saying get rid of the guy so the answer is that's a great Eitzah but that's a shayla on the world order Hashem never gets rid of Hashem when we would like to get I'm rid of them I'm saying that I'm saying but forget this if you can, if, if, if you can I, fix them up and then thereby getting rid of them, he won't do the same rishus. Okay, it's a good kasha. It's a good kasha. No, it's a very good kasha. It's a good kasha, so it's not my kasha. Oh, well, what was your kasha? <laughs> just saying, if, not to give, be mezakin, right? but if you could just, but if, if Daniel, by saying to him, give to the Jews, that maybe he'll kill one less Jew or hurt one less Jew. So what's your kasha, what I just said? You're oh. saying he can get him better, and to get him better, he's less dangerous. It was your kasha. I gave credit to the right guy. It was your kasha. So, so that's part, this is a, it's going to be a very deep suge, because the Gemara says, Hashem withholds the the whole thing, you have to go back and think, what does that mean? The Ramam has a list in Hilchus Shuvah, Lachal of people who Hashem is not ever going to stop somebody completely, but just like Hashem gives Yad Hashemite every banity or sub to do tshuva, if a guy is such a Russian Musha, Hashem will take away that Yad like Hashem being Machped Leva Pyro. So therefore, the Miri says, we shouldn't help him then if Hashem is not helping him. That's a fascinating concept, which yeah, I will chazer, Mr. Hashem, and we'll come back to. Okay? So we will. Because for sure, that's the 